Hi there, and welcome once again to Radio Free Oz, uh, our daily podcast. I'm your host, Peter Bergman. Let's see what's happening here on Tuesday, October 25th, 2011. Well, we're told that Rick Perry is rebooting his campaign. After his major surge, he has fallen into the 6% doldrums. So how does he do it? Well, first of all, he goes for a flat tax. He jumps into the Steve Forbes Herman Cain clown car. A 20% flat tax. It doesn't matter. It's all flat world stuff. It doesn't work. It's totally regressive. It'll never pass Congress. He's just throwing a sop to the flat tax fanatics that make up a part of the Republican base. But he's become a birther. He said, I'm really not worried about the president's birth certificate, but... It's fun to poke at him a little bit and say, hey, how about let's see your grades and your birth certificate? That's a quote that Perry gave to CNBC. It comes on the heels of Parade Magazine's interview published over the weekend in which Perry said he doesn't have any idea if President Obama's long-form birth certificate is real. Well, he's taking his cues from Donald Trump. You gotta, you gotta wonder about this guy. But Perry goes a step further, bringing up the idea of Obama's college grades which is a key component of a less-than-subtle birther conspiracy that Obama got into Harvard for reasons, you know, other than his intelligence. Yeah, and reasons other than his intelligence made him the editor of the Harvard Law Review? Oh, Rick, what were you thinking? Thinking. No, that takes us into an area that you have yet to explore. But let's listen to Rick in his element. Here is... uh, a recording of a major gathering that Rick put together last week at the Self-Reliance Stadium in Houston, Texas. Howdy, dear friends. I'm Governor Rick Perry, and welcome to Kneel Down America, my historic gathering of real, ultra-faithful citizens. When you're down on your knees like that, I'm twice as tall as you, and that lets me look over you into the future. And what do I see? I see our ship of state unmoored from its rock-bound Christian principles floating aimlessly on a sea of truck. And the captain is not at the wheel. He's out chugging unleaded lattes and selling socialism to the cross-dressing sodomite elite. We have sitting behind me on this pagan free stage the answer to America's prayers. Let me introduce the modern-day apostles. There's my friend, the Reverend Doug Stringer, who revealed that 9-11 was God's punishment for allowing homosexuals to move freely among us. Thank you, Doug. And next to him is Pastor Jim Gallo, who warned the nation that gay marriage is our next 9-11 because it robs a family of a mommy or a daddy. You're a prophet, Jim. On Jim's right is Minister Cindy Jacobs, who recently revealed that the birds that fell out of the sky in BB, Arizona, were a result of the repealing of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Cindy asks, is it a coincidence or a sign from God that the governor of Arkansas is named BB? And it was their former governor, the Sator Bill Clinton, who invented DADT. Someone is speaking in Cindy's ear. Next to her is my dear friend Brian Fisher, director of the American Family Association who's footing the bill for this dispensational event. It's Brian 
who stands between us Christians and the beasts of the depths. When that whale killed its trainer at SeaWorld, Fisher called for the Leviathan to be ritually stoned to death because, as it says in the book of Exodus, when an ox gores a man or a woman to death, the ox shall be stoned and its flesh shall not be eaten. Yes, we can kill that whale, but we just can't can it. Right, Brian? And last but certainly not least is Mike Bickle from the International House of Prayer. Mike, bless his heart, has outed another of Satan's secret helpers. Who? Oprah is who? Oh, says Mike, she's a classy woman, a cool woman, but she has a spirit of deception and is one of the forerunners of the harlot movement. Oprah Winfrey, Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, and Elizabeth Warren, the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. So, if the devil and the Democrats want to wage a class war, then I'm ready to go to the head of the class and be your captain. And I implore you, dear friends, don't vote for me because I'm a Christian. Vote for me because you're a Christian. Oh, that Rick Perry, a modern-day Elmer Gantry. But i got to say this for him. At least he's actually intent on being president of the United States, and he has some dim idea of what it is to be president of the United States. Not so Herman Cain. Herman doesn't have the foggiest idea what it is to be president of the United States. He's never thought about it. He's totally ignorant on most matters. He is completely unqualified. It's been a hundred years since anyone as unqualified as Herman Cain has been elected president of the United States. But his secret is he doesn't want to be president. What he wants is the publicity so he can sell books and make speeches now at only 25 5,000 a pop because the world is hurting, but when we get back on the on the glory road, he'll be getting 50,000 a pop, just like Sarah Palin, who's doing the same thing. She's not serious about being a politician or running for the presidency. She just wants to make a lot of moolah. Kane, let me tell you about Kane, okay? He just ran an ad that features his chief of staff, who is on camera. It's an El Cheapo ad. I mean, it looks like one of those kids on YouTube. But, you know, he doesn't care. He wants to keep the money. He has no organization in South Carolina and Iowa and New Hampshire because he doesn't want to spend the bucks. Okay, but Herman Cain's unconventional presidential campaign released a new unconventional ad with his chief of staff taking a drag from a cigarette while speaking. The ad is a subtle reminder that Kane used to lead a group fighting anti-smoking rules, head of the uh, American Restaurateurs Association. He was against anti-smoking, and he didn't want the um, official blood level uh, for drunkenness reduced, because then they'd have to serve less liquor and make less money. He's all in it for the bucks. The man is a scam artist. They say, Making a bold statement against anti-smoking regulations would seem a general election suicide, but also the sort of thing that might help Kane in Tea Party circles, where voters frequently complain about what they see as intrusive government regulations that prevent them from living the lifestyles they want to. Oh, Kane! 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 The Godfather has arrived! Kane! Kane! He delivered! 
Perry's. You cheered Governor Perry's 231 executions. Well, when the Herminator puts up his electric fence on the border, he'll fry 300 the first night. When you ask him, who's the president of whose Becky, Becky, Becky Stan Stan? He'll say, I don't know, because he doesn't. The only thing Herman Cain hates more than taxes is poor people, because it's their fault. And Herman hates drunk driving laws. So on primary day, chase a gallon of blue striped vodka with a case of crud light. Then hop in your jalopy and do a hundred on the sidewalk down to the polling booth and vote for... This ad was produced by Double Cross America and paid for by the slush at the bottom of the Koch brothers' pockets. Oh, Kane. Oh, Rick. Oh, Santorum. Oh, that's another Rick. Oh, crazy Professor Gingrich. While all of these loonies are basically yammering at the edge of American politics, although one of them, even if it's empty suit Romney, will be running for president, that gives him a pretty good chance of being in the White House, which is a really frightening thought, but I don't think he's going to get there. You know, they say that uh, Obama has various election strategies because he doesn't know which swing states he's going to be able to carry. Well, I personally think he's going to carry my home state of Buckeye. And here's why. Strong support for repeal of the Ohio collective bargaining law is revealed in a new Quinnipiac poll in Ohio that shows 57% of voters favor repealing a recent law that limits collective bargaining rights for public employees, while just 32% said it should be kept. Now, this is the anti-union law that Governor Kasich, who's one of those right-wing Republicans who was put into the governorship in 2010, the great wave of unrest and throw the bums out. He, like Walker in Wisconsin, decided, well, he's now been made emperor, so he can he can actually put into law all the things he and his buddies have been sniggering about in their club rooms, well, smoking cigarettes and drinking double martinis. Let's get rid of the unions. We hate the unions, and women are next. Okay, notes pollster Peter Brown, with two weeks until election day, the opponents of SB5, that's his anti-collective bargaining law, it would take collective bargaining away from unions. Well, they have strong reason to be optimistic. The opponents had seen their 24-point margin in July close over the summer and early autumn, but as we enter the home stretch, however, they have once again taken a commanding lead, except for Republicans, just about every demographic group favors repealing the law. Well, what do you know? Hey, I think the Republicans are going to go down in Ohio. I think they're going to go down in more swing states than anybody ever believes. And here's a final note before we close off. Republican presidential candidate Newt Gingrich may have closed his revolving account at Tiffany's. Remember, he had, what, half a million at Tiffany's, and he's also involved uh, with uh, lobbying them, or he ran a committee that lobbied them. I don't know. It was corrupt. But 
That hasn't kept his wife, Callista, from the jewelry store. You ought to see the picture of Callista in Politico. She looks like an alien Barbie. Maybe Gingrich is being ruled by aliens. At least reliable sources report that Callista was spotted at Tiffany's in Tyson's Corner on Sunday while her husband ordered a drink at a restaurant bar next door. She buys. He drinks. What a world. You don't think it's going to get stranger, buddy? Well, then... Everything you know is wrong. <laughs>